0: It has some silhouette of a human. A very, very, very big human being. My sister and I were terrified because we knew it was not man. Nothing could be that day. I think it was Bigfoot. Sasquatch. Uh, I know there's something out there. There's a newer theory about Bigfoot that instead
1: of being encrypted
0: here, he's an interdimensional creature. He just disappears in thin air. It was being so hard that it actually shook the wall. I could hear something, walking, but you couldn't see anything. I was afraid that whatever was in the woods was coming closer to my house. And Louisiana, a little group is it. But that's the devil's world right there. Hey, you just said, Jamie, I saw things. It made me more aware of what's really around us. Like I said, I, I believed before, but now I know that they exist. They're there in the woods with us. Imagine having something happen to you that's life changing
2: and you can't tell anybody and expect them to believe you 100%. Was a triangular shaped object?
0: Is it proof that aliens like forms are already here on Earth? I don't think anybody. Uh, it was very muscular and very menacing. I just said something I never want to see again. I don't know what she's staring at, her, but she was just looking there. She was just terrified.
1: This thing just looked like a,
0: a giant ape. And it was just looking at me and I couldn't move. I, I was frozen. I was so afraid. I couldn't move. We weren't gonna make it down the hill. I didn't think we were. I really didn't. There are things out there that
1: you've never seen before. And there's things that happens out there, things you will hear, things you will see that's unexplainable. Made me realize that you know we're not alone.
0: We're not alone.
1: All right, welcome to Cryptids Unlimited. I'm your host, Lisa Leach. Tonight I have the guys with me from Kill the Mockingbirds. But before I introduce those, I wanted to let you know, I did promise you a live show from our last outing in Alabama, and I did do some recording there, but the, the signal was not as good as I expected, and then I had an accident, so just bear with me, I will get that uploaded for you guys. But tonight, I have the guys from Kill the Mockingbirds, I have Sean, Chris, Joel, oh wait, there's four of y'all, where's the other two? I think I had him for a second there (laughs) No, I have Sean, Chris, and Joel Thomas And um, we're just going to kind of kick it off tonight Talk about whatever we feel like talking about You know, with me being such a big Bigfoot person The first thing I have to ask you guys What do you guys think about Bigfoot?
2: I think there's like like multitudes of Bigfoots Like I think it could be a little bit alchemical, I think a little government. And I think maybe like an interdimensional slash, like, uh, just a being that is here or like cross, uh, cross with different species. Like, I think there's like not one answer for it. I,
1: I agree. I agree. That's a good answer. What about you yeah.
2: Guys? I'm with Sean.
3: Um, you know, I've rolled around in the, uh, community quite a bit. And with, uh, Merkle media, where we go hunt down these, you know, beasts all over the United States and especially being out on the West coast with Wes Germer and, you know, going to the elusive spot where he saw the spider crawl, Bigfoot, and being out there and having our own experiences, which was pretty crazy too, which it will be on film. We got a lot of good stuff on film for that one. So that'll be the next documentary that comes out, um, you know, with that, But I would agree with Sean in the sense of I don't think it's one thing and I really get irritated with some of the old school Bigfoot people because what bothers me is I feel like as a human being like we're supposed to evolve and we're supposed to keep growing and learning but I feel like some of those guys are stuck in this missing link uh you know it's a physical only thing and as soon as you start bringing up interdimensional they get mad or they walk away but what's happening is uh the community is actually getting it's it's expanding now because more people are seeing weirder things associated with bigfoot than they ever have before so not only are you seeing bigfoot associated with your typical orbs and things like that, but you're seeing Bigfoot shapeshift. You're seeing Bigfoot uh, disappear before your eyes and then reappear in another spot. So, you know, I I think that there's a multitude of things. I think you could go with the Fae folk. I think that could be one answer for it. I think that they like to play trickster a lot of times in the woods and lure people out. So if they feel like a way to lure you in is to take the shape of a Bigfoot, I think that's a huge possibility. I also think that Bigfoot's been around for ages so i think if you're talking about that particular bigfoot i think he's seen a lot and i think he knows how to hide you know we talked to wes about it when we we're out on the trip and one of the things he talked about was the spider crawl which by the way there are a lot of accounts coming out of spite of bigfoot being able to do this to me that seems just on a physical level an easy way for it to hide so if it's in I side of you and it's behind some bushes and it wants to drop down and it can drop down on this spider crawl and then be able to crawl off that way. It's not leaving footprints either. So I think that's a really easy way for it to be able to hide. But again, there's to there's so many different versions that we've heard of different things, you know, morphing into it or, you know, it being like he said, alchemical created by somebody, maybe even created in the lab, which I think those exist, too. I think maybe the government got a hold of some big for a long time ago and has found a way to replicate those for their own um, uses, because if you. Typically, hear about specific types of dogmen or specific types of Bigfoot, they're typically around these uh, military bases. And I think they're acting as guard dogs. And maybe those are the type that are created by um, these governments behind the scenes.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I don't think it's just the government, I think the alien spacecraft have been corrupting some of them too. Because I've heard a lot of people say they've seen them being abducted by them. That's just, you know, one of my things. But I agree there's more than one thing out there in regards to that. So that's, I like your guys' answers.
2: If you see one, you know someone's going to want to replicate it, especially over the years of all the different super soldier programs and just alchemists throughout the history of this entire world. I think that it would be obvious that there can't be just one thing. It would be too simplified, I think, to, like compare that to everybody's encounters. When you hear so many encounters of people are like, man, he was here, then he wasn't here, and then he appeared here. Like, it's not just one person saying it. To me, when multitudes of people say it, then you have to start giving it some credence. Maybe it's not completely accurate what they're saying because, you know, people subconsciously exaggerate or they see things from the corner of their eye, and sometimes it's just shape. But, like, when you're talking about thousands of thousands of stories, you're like, man, they can't all be uh, wrong. <laughs> like, you know-
1: no, even if one of them's right, like I've heard before, then you got something, you know? Yeah. Well, I agree with you guys on that. But, I mean, I don't I don't deal with the dog man because it scares me. <laughs> I don't want to see one of those. I don't, I don't want to deal with one of those. But, you know, I have had my experiences with Bigfoot. And like you said, if you don't keep your mind open and grow with, the, with what's happening out there, if you got a closed mind and you're not willing to learn anything. And there's always something new to learn.
0: Yeah, oh,
3: absolutely. I yeah. completely agree with that. And, uh, to dog man, I, I, I like dog man a lot. I, I oh, am no. hoping I can run into him. You know, we take our first documentary was hunting dog man yeah. and we are preparing at some point there'll be another, uh, there'll be another hunt or two or three for dog man. Uh, Tony Markle's a huge fan of dog man. So I I,
1: I do really love Tony. (laughs) He was one of my inspirations to even start podcasting him and Wes. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Good dudes. You know, I was talking to Tony yesterday on the phone and and we were just mapping out some of the next, uh, documentaries that we have planned and, you know, what we're going to be hunting down, Uh, Because we just, you know, we just dropped the Skinwalker film um, that'll be hitting, you know, Amazon Prime and Apple TV and all that. And that was a blast. And that was a whole different set of circumstances. And typically when we go into these areas, we don't know what's going to happen and we don't presume to know what's going to happen either. And yeah, there's some things that we know that we can do, but typically we just get in the space of where these things have been. And when that happens, it allows for things to happen. I also think if you're open minded, um, you're, you know, opening yourself up to possibly, you know, come in contact with whatever. Because uh, one thing I talk about with animals just in general, I I think animals understand, you know, kindness and frequencies. You know, Sean and I talk about frequencies a lot. And I think animals understand that. So that would also go into all of these cryptids as well. And I think they would understand, you know, what your true intentions are when you're there. I'm not saying that all of them are going to be nice to you, but, you know, I would typically think that the ones that are on the kinder side or or just curious will, you know, spot it out pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, that's what our ladies group does. We go out there and just let it happen, whatever's going to happen. I think that's the best way to do it. You go looking for something and you're just gonna run it off. I think, you know. So what do you guys think about the the new round of COVID coming?
2: <laughs> I'm excited for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm really looking forward to it. I think uh it's gonna be fun, be great for podcasting. <laughs> like there's gonna be so much great. No, I just think it's uh uh the same old, same. Old. I was just that's funny because you saw the stuff that broke out now that about like uh the lab, like there's a whistleblower talking about the lab leak, trying to confirm it uh, from Wuhan and CIA with all the bio labs everywhere. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of stuff. I think it's intentional, though. Like, I think they want to make Biden look bad right now. Uh, I'm no fan of Biden, but I think they want to make him look bad and use him as a scapegoat to, like, continue to get a little bit more uh, authoritative, <laughs> like, uh stranglehold on the working class.
1: Yeah, and the poor guy—he don't even know it. He don't yeah. even know it. <laughs> I, I don't so feel too bad
2: for him because he was a jerk when he was younger too. So I'm kind of <laughs> like,
1: eh, karma, you know. <laughs> I'm a nurse though, and I've had a lot of Alzheimer's patients, so okay. you know, I know what they go through. I do feel a little bad for him, but you know, mentioning that, I do remember when the COVID first came out in 2020 here in the news, and they announced from the very beginning that it came from a lab on the news, and then it's like everybody just forgot that happened and suddenly went into the, the bat thing, you know, and I'm like, wait, what happened to the lab thing? It's like people just forget and they don't, they don't notice it anymore.
2: Well, they drowned it out with other propaganda. You know what I mean? So you hear it for a second and you know that when that first report comes out, just like nine 11, for instance, which just passed the other day, you see some information and right away because they can't hide it because it just comes out like no one's like telling hey man don't say that and then they kind of get the narrative together and not everybody saw that first report you know what i mean like so by the time then they start pushing out these narratives that everybody's hearing mask up uh, uh six feet like they repeated so much like the safe and effective safe and effective you hear these slogans over and over until that gets in people's heads if they were talking lab leak lab leak lab leak People would listen to it, but since they're not hearing that and it's only like, you know, you have to look for it, people aren't really looking for stuff.
1: No, people are easily brainwashed, you know. Joel, what do you think about it?
3: I just think it's going to continue to happen every fall, you know, at the very least. I think they're going to pump this around, kind of like the flu I don't know how how deep it's really going to get. You know, they keep saying the next round. They did it last year. I don't know how many people are really caring at this point because I know even the people that were brainwashed the first time don't seem to care too much. You know, I I know my uh, my girls' side of the family are super, super brainwashed. And, you know, I get around them for just holidays, whatever, and, I mean, they don't even talk about it. Rarely. It doesn't really come up too much. So I think unless they try to – you know, know, really strong arm people into doing, you know, what they did before, then we'll see kind of where the chips lay with people at that point. Cause I think people are kind of tired of, you know, being boxed in and, and all that. So, you know, it's interesting. It's like Sean said, it's very interesting, you know, where it could go, but you know, he and I tend to think that COVID is just the, was the tester, right? It was just kind of the, to see how many people would fall for it, to see how many people could be brainwashed, you know, to give them a percentage going forward and what other things they may need you to chip away at us to get to whatever agenda they're pushing, whether it's 2030 or 2040 or 2050, you know, they always give us a new number. So I think they move those numbers too, depending on, where they think the populace is at and where they can be brainwashed. So that's how I feel about it. I'm not focusing on it too much. I uh, I see it. I mean, obviously, Sean and I see it. And he, like he said, it's great for podcasting. So, you <laughs> know, we're going to talk about it. But I do think that there's... So much more going on. And I think COVID at this point is definitely being used as more of a distraction piece and to make Biden look bad. I, I do agree with that, too, with Sean. I think it is to make Biden look bad. I think it's to push everybody the other direction so that they're like, oh, man, this is going to be our savior. This is going to be the person to take us to the you know next level and then come to find out you were in a police state four to eight years from now. And that's something that I worry about too, because people will be readily accepting it if they feel like they're winning and then they're not winning.
2: <laughs> and, and they've used it a little bit too, as uh, to push the narrative of uh, climate change as well. Like they've talked about not just COVID in general, but just different diseases. Like, you know, the, what was it? RSV. They've been uh, going really heavy on uh, other like respiratory diseases, but they're also talking about like other things like, Oh, there's these ticks, You know, they have certain, which is not a lie, like there is diseases that ticks carry, but they're saying because of climate change that they're migrating more around the world and that that's something we have to watch out for. But I thought it was funny because before they really started going heavy on the COVID again and now they're telling everybody to mask up. They just had like the uh, health minister of Canada telling everybody to mask back up and Need a mask up, and we see Fauci out there, which I thought he was retired. I don't know how that works, but he's back on the <laughs> back on the scene. But I think that the narratives is just kind of just push it, put as much chaos in front of us as possible, so that we like, like each other like. And people are kind of going back and forth. I know there is some people that uh are like, "Yeah, I will, I, they fell for the first time. They're not listening to this time." But there's also this other. Uh, thing that's happening, and you see it in the alt-media world where some people are like, this one's the real one, though. You know what I mean? This is the one that they have in the lab, and we're all dead. So it's like, to me, I'm like, man, if it gets me, it gets me, man. I don't really know what to do, man. If there is a deadly thing that they're
1: creating, they're going to get me, they're going to get me, so I'm going to enjoy my life.
2: In the meantime, I'm not going to let anything deter me from being happy.
1: Well, it's like I always said, God's got my life, not the government. So, you know, it is what it is. And I'm not going to fear it either. But, you know, I'm probably not going to wear their masks this time. You know, I had two last time. I was still working as a nurse. And I was working through it. But this time I'm not at work. And <laughs> I just, I don't see the point. It, they don't work anyway. I know that, you know, unless you got a real N95 with a, a, a negative pressure flow, you're, you're not doing anything. You can only use a mask on somebody that's already got it and help with anything you're not going to keep somebody from catching it i don't know it's just crazy
2: and there's so many studies that that show that it doesn't work even like n95s like they gave pushback to fauci he was on cnn recently and he was talking about masking up and surprisingly they pushed back and they were like what about this study what about this study that says that masking does shows little to nothing and fauci said well it only works on an individual level And it's like, but it, it's just like, he's trying to backpedal. He's pretty good at backpedaling, but.
1: Oh yeah. They're all good at that.
2: But I just think like the whole, like, to me, I always looked at it as like, if someone really wants to wear a mask, I don't care, man. Like, that's not to me. I don't, if that makes you feel better or maybe it does. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. I'm not in the medical field. I only know what I read and stuff. And you know, all kinds of studies are skewed to certain ways or biased. I get that. So I just thought it was more of just like, hey, I don't want to wear it. You could wear it type of thing. Like, hey, you want to get the vax? I don't want to get the vax. It's up to you. Like, that's how I think everything should be. And that's where the problem lies with anything like that is when you're starting to say you have to do this because the greater good. When I hear the greater good, that's where I'm like, hey, man,
1: I don't know about all that. <laughs> yeah, they've got some people believe in that because when I wasn't wearing a mask there at the end, they were convinced that people who weren't wearing the mask were making the other people sick. I was like, that's not how it works, you guys. It don't don't work that way. But, you know, get people to believe that. I know when we were doing testing at the nursing home I worked at, I worked in the veterans home, the RN was actually testing some people. And she got to noticing that every time the test would come back, there would at least be two that had COVID, you know, two or three. So she started putting some in there that she never even tested. She just pulled them out of the package. And just stick them in there and send them off, and she did that a few times. And at one point, one of them came back positive? <laughs> I said, "Yeah, see there, it, they're not even really, they're not even really looking at them right." You know, I don't well, know. crazy.
2: The thing that got me is that when it first like all started going off. I understood the first because we don't know what it is, right? Like I give people like a pass too because the media is getting people in a frenzy. I understand we don't know what it is. It seems like crazy. We see these videos from China. It looks intense. It looks like people are just dropping dead like in the middle of the street from the videos we saw. So I understood people was a little bit of panic and kind of like, hey, maybe we should do this and try these different things. But what really got me is when I'm like, hey, check out this video of this guy, Kerry Mullis. you know, He actually invented the test and he won a Nobel Peace Prize for this PCR test. And he's saying that if you dial up, the, you can find anything if you dial it up. If it's, it's all about the cycles, if it goes to 40, 45 cycles, which that was like, what they were set to it's it makes it the sample size so much mi- like so small like you could see any molecule and we all have a little bit of coronavirus because it's been around since the 60s Yes. and and, and when you told people they're like where would you get that youtube i'm like yeah i did but he's also the guy that invented the test so i don't know <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah no it's just it's people will listen to the first thing they hear you know it's like they heard this was terrible people were were just falling over dead from it and that wasn't happening and um they were like well it's going to kill me if I don't take this vaccine no it's not it's not even airborne you know I mean we proved that at the nursing home it's not even airborne it's just like the flu it's contact you know if you and that's what's crazy I saw a woman coming out of the store the other day she got out of her car with a mask on she walked to the door with no gloves on, touched the door. She went in, she came out, touched the door. She come out, she grabs her face and takes her mask off. And I'm like, now how dumb is that? Because you just wore a mask, but you just touched everything and then touched your face, you know. So what did you just do? If there had been something there, you just made yourself sick. The mask did you no good at all. So, you know, it's just some people are just not. I, I won't say they're not intelligent because like you they're said. Rule <laughs> people are just I guess they're just you know, fear does a lot for people.
3: People confuse education with intelligence. And that's one of the biggest issues that we have is an educational system that was bought and paid for by the Rockefellers over a hundred years ago. And In saying that you've got one individual or one family who buys out an educational system and gives you the curriculum to teach well they're going to give you what they think that people need to believe not necessarily what is the truth it's like science right now I have a hard time believing anything that comes out of science it doesn't mean there isn't real science there is real science but the problem is especially on the lower tiers these scientists are only going by the testing systems that they're given when they come up through the educational system so that's one of the biggest issues when you're looking at anything you're talking about viruses when you're talking about uh, you know portals so we can go the full gambit of what that means now when you've got guys who are very high up in these fields who have crossed over that threshold where they're allowed to get a hold of some of this real information and they're able to test things that's real science but they're not giving that to everybody else so these poor kids that are coming up through the new educational system that's happening now not to say that hasn't always been brainwashed but it's progressively gotten worse so now these kids don't even know what's going on so they confuse somebody who has a four to eight year degree with being smart and not you know being brainwashed and that's what they are because they're only believing what they're seeing in these textbooks that's not the truth necessarily because this is again something that was bought and paid for by the rockefeller family a little over
1: 100 years ago yeah there's a big difference between educated and yeah my dad always had a college education But always said he couldn't even tie his shoes. (laughs) (laughs) There's a big difference between the two.
2: (laughs) Well, my dad used to say, uh, because he used to work with like big machinery and like uh, building computers, like for different like rockets and things like that. And they used to say with the engineers, they would say safety third. Meaning that (laughs) they just say, hey, this plan will work. You know what I mean? Because they draw it up and they're like, well, it should work. And you're like, yeah, but it physically can't or it will be dangerous it's that like and then there's a lot of that elitist mentality that's why it is kind of humorous when uh the right is always like man like this indoctrination of education just started you're like man it's been a long time man like they just sway us to different ways so we don't think the same as the previous generation so we can't connect that's what i feel like they don't want us to connect on things and to see show even more proof that covid was just like really the beginning set of this technocratic like total takeover of globalization is like that you guys saw that new uh new mexico uh governor where she was uh talking about a public health uh issue emergency and she issued a public health emergency for gun violence and that they're going to be restricting even people that are legally allowed to care carry and now i don't know how long it's going to last but when you see things like that it starts to become a trend right if, if it lasts and they were able to get some stuff out of it, then you're going to see California do it and you're going to see this state do it because usually the biggest states are the ones that it seems to dictate with everybody. Cause when the COVID restrictions happen, I remember I'm in Michigan and once it went down to California, it was like dominoes. Each state fell after that. Like, okay, this restriction, this restriction, this restricted, but it's like New York or California got to make that call.
1: Yeah. Down in Louisiana. So it had, it wasn't as bad, here, you know, as it was there. But yeah, I just heard recently about the uh constitutional rights. Be- <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what it is. It's well, she it says makes- that
2: any constitutional right can be uh including her oath, like doesn't matter basically, like a lesser. Uh, I kind of broke it down simpler, but that's basically what she says. It doesn't matter. N- n- nothing's permanent. I can change whatever I want in a public health emergency. And that started with COVID. And I think we're going to see that with climate. Hey, man, it's way too hot. People are dying. They're passing out. We're going to have to get like a, we're going to have to get a little lockdown. You know what I mean? We're going to have to issue a public health emergency.
1: But that's crazy because it got up to 104 here this year. And they talked about it being record highs, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, because I remember it being 111 in 1998 specifically." So I'm like, "Where where are you getting those numbers from?" Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, sometimes yeah. like, I have an asterisk at the bottom and it'll say 10 years, or like, you know, what I mean? like in the past. Just, this is the highest hey, since last year. <laughs> <laughs> it's just to push yeah. for
3: control. I mean, last yeah, this, year they did it in yeah, they did it they in France. You know, it got to a certain degree and they put everybody on the lockdown. But another thing that they'll do, too, and they've already, you know, been testing in certain cities is if they have access to your power or your. Um, AC units, they will cut them down, especially these smart AC units. So that's one thing that people need to look out for getting these smart AC units. They will go in and cut them off or cut them to a certain temperature where you can't get it there.
1: They used that tactic. um, I can't remember what year it was. Back in the USSR they used that exact tactic They turned off everybody's everything to get them to go along with communism. So yeah, they've done it before. So I'm sure that's part of the agenda of did you just move or was that my imagination
2: did i move he moved yeah okay. he did he glitched oh yeah sometimes it happens
1: <laughs> okay we'll see i'm on some, I'm on some uh, heavy pain meds right now <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know which one it was <laughs> but yeah um i can see a lot of like food shortages and stuff like that coming too have you guys prepared? I know you guys have.
2: Well, I don't really prepare like everybody else. Cause I just like make, I just network. You know what I mean? Like I know I got a farmer, like I got my guy, like I could just go over there whenever I want. I mean, I got like a fridge full of meat too, but like I'm saying, like I, I just keep like the connections, but also I think some of that is also a little bit of hype. Like a lot of it's hype train, like where you're seeing, like they're saying how oh, managed food shortages," And I think we'll see stuff like that, but in pockets, right? Uh just like when people think of like World War II, like they think of Germany of like, you know, everybody's at war and you're like, man, people are still going to work. Like, you know what I mean? There was people still working during the war. So I think that like the cameras will show us places and there will be like food shortages in certain areas. And like, but I think they will be manufactured, especially after we've seen all oh, yeah. these attacks on like egg, far- I mean, like the chicken farms, egg farms, the egg ranches, the, the cattle ranches. And in some senses is good because a lot of those, cows and stuff are just terrible like when i started eating like just cow from like straight uh grain fed grass fed like the like grass fed the whole time and not with more gmos and a lot of like antibiotics yeah, steroids like you can tell the difference and you feel the difference
1: yes i started buying strictly the grain fed everything and i learned that from tony Merkel. he had his uh hello fresh and i started getting it And I love it. I love it. Thank you, Tony. You're listening. (laughs) Yeah. He's, um, he's really changed my way of eating and cooking and it's a whole lot healthier. So that's really what people should be trying to do. They should be supporting local farmers and local farmers markets more anyway than trying to buy the the stuff that, you know, Tyson throws out there.
3: (laughs) Right. Now, now, oddly oddly enough, you know, I talked to, um, a good buddy of mine, uh, Justin from Crippers of the Corn, and I was talking to him about Tyson and he was actually letting me know that it depends on which Tyson manufacturers, because this is the crazy thing about Tyson is a lot of these farms are owned by specific farmers. So depending on where you're getting your Tyson chickens from they you don't know what you're getting when you're getting tyson is basically what it is you might be getting some chicken that's okay and then you might be getting chicken that's super hopped up on gmos depending on the area that you're at so that's the weird thing too that i didn't know until recently because you just think tyson they're a big conglomerate they're going to push a bunch of gmos and all that but it really depends on uh, where they're at because what they like to do is they like to go to farms and buy them up So they'll buy a farm from a farmer and then they'll re-employ him to run it because they're like well We're paying you ton of money that you wouldn't get and then we we still want you to run it because you know How to run it. So he said a lot of times uh, Depending on where they're at They won't mess with the chickens, you know, it just depends on well also um, the like areas. How-
2: and it depends on like their facilities and like how they have to meet what quotas they have to meet because yep. like when people have to meet quotas that's when you're seeing because i don't think i'm with you joe i don't think everything's like ha 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 we got you let's jam with gmos most of it's out of like hey man we got to meet a quota and i'm yep. trying to get my paycheck so let me pump out what i got to pump out
1: yeah not everybody out there is a bad person you know they really do try you know but of course, I'm beginning to think all the doctors out there are flipping crazy, but, you know, <laughs> especially the ones in Alabama, because I went there and they wanted to give me Toradol for a broken arm, and I was looking at them like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not going to do nothing. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I knew, um, I lived in Arkansas for 12 years and knew the Tyson family store up there, and I was like, Okay, these people you don't want to buy from. <laughs> <laughs> Go buy it from somebody else, like you said, that's independent. Don't buy it from the Tyson Family Store.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you're seeing chickens and cows, though, just like lounging, you're like, ah, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> Seen that good. If, and then when you saw, I mean, this was years ago, but when they were even had like some of those, I, forget, I don't think it was Tyson maybe in particular, but remember they had some of the facilities, I know, in California, that they had cows that like were just in these cages and they're just like, like they're so big they can't even stand up. And they were like picking them up with forklifts. Like they just couldn't do anything with them. Same like, thing with some the of these steroids. chickens. They just were, yeah, they were so steroid out. They had no legs and you're like, man, that that's to me is why, It has to be some correlation with like there's so many cancers. There's so many young people like my age and younger that have like cancers, which is crazy because before you didn't see that as much like maybe once you got into your 60s, 70s, 80s. But when you're seeing 20 year olds, 15 year olds, 30 year olds all getting like pretty damaging, like life changing, life altering cancers, it's it's something that we should see as a red flag. And I believe personally it's from the food.
1: With that and my daughter just had a heart attack and she's 31 years old mm. wow. and i was i was like uh 31 year olds don't have a heart attacks honey mm. we really need to find out what's caused this and only thing i could figure is she's taken the vaccine and she's taken several rounds of it you know and i know it causes blood clots and i you know i keep trying to tell her COVID's not going to kill you but blood clots will please stop taking these boosters you know they don't know much about them right now they were thrown out there in eight or nine months time and they've not been tested and i try to tell her you're you're really in a clinical trial because never in the history of this planet has the government ever paid us to get anything and they were yeah. paying people to take the covid shot hundred dollars a piece here locally right. the shot, you know and other places i know they were giving them marijuana and you know groceries and other donuts
2: things. and and yeah, a hamburger we, and French fries. or like When
1: arts. have they ever said, hey, we got cars for sale. We give you $100. If you'll come take one. You know? No, no. It's not, it don't work that way, you know?
2: Yeah, how come they're not giving free cancer treatment? You know what I mean? They're yeah.
1: like, Yeah. Or anything, you know? I don't
2: and know. And I think to, from what I've like looked around at and heard people talk about, it seems too that like if you got the vax uh, and it's out of your system, you're good. It seems to be that's what's really hurting people is this continuous booster where like, it seems that the more you let it be in your system, the more, the more chances you're giving it to have a negative side effect. Cause people go, Oh, I took it before nothing happened. I took two, nothing happened. But you're like, the chances are rising every time you take a new one.
1: And that's, that sits in your body for a long time before your kidneys actually excrete all of it. And you could still have blood clots show up, you know, later Mm -hmm. on.
2: Because so, we don't know, because like you said, yeah. it's it's experimental and it's something totally different because it's not like any other vaccine we've ever seen. It's, it's literally uh, like nanobot, like nanotechnology. Not exactly that, but that's similar to what it is.
1: Yeah, it, it really is. And it makes no sense because once you've had a virus, you usually build up some kind of resistance to it. And then the fact that they wanted to say, well, it has mutated and changed, but. You were able to come up with a vaccine for it and what, a few weeks after it changed? How's well, that's
3: that- the issue, too, <laughs> is they keep talking about these mutations. But if you know anything about a virus, the more that it mutates, the weaker it becomes, not stronger. The so more- I... Way Why do is. they keep coming out with these new versions of it that's stronger than the last one? That doesn't make sense. That's not even no. basic science, but nobody's using matter. their brains. They're just listening to what these talking heads and these doctors are telling them. And re- listen, this is the thing about the doctors, too. People need to understand that the doctors are also just doing what they're told because that's where their paycheck come from. And that's also how the hospital gets money. So at the end of the day, they're just doing what they're told, too. This isn't, they're not even looking into it. People, except the ones that did And they got absolutely blasted during that first couple of years because they came out and said, no, this isn't good. This doesn't work. You know, here's ivermectin, which actually has been proven to work. So that was another thing that was super crazy during that time that, you know, people were horse tranquilizer and all this stuff. And then now it's actually recommended. It's, yeah. it's been said to be recommended now, but it's like any, anything that was against the narrative they said was false information. Well, they couldn't,
2: they couldn't have ivermectin out there because you can't have a vaccine on right. emergency status. Like, uh, unless you have nothing that if you have no medications that could treat it. So that's yep. why like they were really big on not letting that out there. Cause they wanted, I think they just wanted to see, like they've had this for a while and they're like, ah, let's see how it works. Like, I don't necessarily think it was like, oh, Mark of the Beast, or they're just trying to say, hey, let's see if this works. And, hey, you know what? We can make money. We could just sell it to the government because they'll buy it all. And then they'll give it, distribute it, and it's already paid for. Good, done deal. Good to go. And people, it's proven that fear makes people lose common sense. And I think people were just, have been fear-mongered so much, and they tied it, like, to political ties, right? They were like, hey, if you are against it, you're a Trumper if you're for it, you're like a Democrat that loves your grandma and you love like other people's grandmas and you don't want them to die. And if you love Trump, you want like, and, and I don't like either of them. And I'm just like, uh, I, yeah, like, I, like I just don't want to, <laughs> I just don't want to do it, man. I'm like, I just don't, the, from the beginning I was just like, I don't know, man, it just seems kind of weird, man, that they're like saying usually it takes seven years and now it's like eight months. I'm like, I don't know, man. Have you ever got a new Xbox or a new TV or a new uh, PlayStation? The first ones are never good. There's always bugs. I'm definitely not going to be one of the first people to take it. (laughs) (laughs) That's good for
3: me. Well, the best part about the whole polarization was that you were considered a Trumper if you didn't take the vaccine when he was the one that was pushing the vaccines in the first place. As a matter of fact, sign up on documents before COVID even happened to push the manufacturing process of vaccines. So at the end of the day, he had a lot of money invested in all of this stuff, too. He's a businessman. So he's going to look at just from a base level. We're not even talking about all the other stuff he's been involved in. But at a base level, these guys in power, they've got money tied into these vaccines Pfizer Pfizer gave him a million dollars as a booster to his campaign. This was like before COVID even started. So all this stuff is right there for people to see. I just find it fascinating that again, like Sean said, as soon as some sort of fear monger isn't Fear mongering is involved. All common sense goes out of the door. I always typically when something crazy is happening, and I know Sean and I do this even with our podcast, we typically sit on like a topic for a week or two while everybody else is racing to talk about it because I want to see what's being done and what's happening. Because to me, it's not always what it looks like to start with. And that's even for the people who are against something that's looks like it's bad, you don't want to jump on something and say, this is the reason why. Well, maybe that's the, that's the, the, the up or the, or the thing that's got your attention this way when you should be looking this way. And I, I just think that it, it's tough for people right now because, you know, everybody just wants to live their lives, but you know, the governments and people in power make that as difficult as possible.
2: <laughs> well, I think it's important to point out some of the tactics that they use, like, and, uh, instead of being like, when some people go, you're a sheep, you took the Vax or you took, you wear a mask, you're a sheep. I think that's counterproductive. It's better to kind of tell them like when they're saying not, hospitals are full, you're like, yeah, they are technically full because there's only certain beds that are available. There's a ICU beds. There's, you know, beds for outpatients, there's beds for children. So technically they're not wrong when they're saying they're out of beds and there was only like a certain amount of beds that were available for, available for COVID. So you could see that lie. Another lie that was used a lot when they were like they had to bring in the the freezer trucks and they were stacking bodies on bodies. But then they were like, "Yeah, you're right. That did happen. But the reason that happens is because these facilities are only built for a number, a, a certain number of bodies, and you were not allowing people to bury their loved ones and Unfortunately, we know that with even with the flu, that older people, people with weaker immune systems, can be affected and can unfortunately pass away from this. And when you get that combination of the lies, so it's like they take the truth a little bit and stretch it. Like when they were saying the vulnerable people, I got it, right? But then they were like, young people are getting it too. And you're like, come on, man. Like only people that had a weak immune system or had something, not a weak immune system, but an actual like disease or something, some complication with themselves that would actually be effective, affected by any of this. And that's where you're like, when I saw like people 18, 19, 20, and like, we need to get vax, And I'm like, dude, but you're in good shape, man. Like, what the hell? Like, you should be good. I got COVID in 2021 and I got it from my friend that was vaxxed. He went to New York. He, <laughs> t- he, got, he took the vaccine so he could go to New York and take his daughter. And he came back and got us all sick. Like, I, don't, I didn't test, but my brother tested for his work. And he came back positive, so I just assumed I was. I tell people I was like, yeah, it was like a good like eight hour like probably like six hours where it was kind of intense. Like, I got a pretty pretty gnarly fever, and then like I was sick a little bit, and I was sick for three days, and then that's it. Like and then yeah. like it it was progressively like a normal cold. And I've also had flus where I felt like that. It was also that you get the people that exaggerate, right? I we had a FedEx guy, and he was like, I'm like, where you been? He's like, I had COVID, man. So I couldn't move for two weeks. I'll say two weeks. You couldn't move, or you just didn't want to go to work, which is cool with me. I get it. You want to get out of work. I don't want to go to work either. But you're you probably I'll say for two weeks. If you have a fever of over a hundred, you're dead. So I don't know why you didn't go to the hospital because you can't. A fever can't last forever. That's what I heard. Tons of people tell my boss would tell me you he had he supposedly had like COVID like fifteen times. Like he'd be like, I'm not coming in. And like you'd be out and gone for two weeks because COVID, wink wink. And um he would be like, Yeah, I had a hundred and nine like, really and you didn't go to the hospital uh and you survived? That's pretty remarkable.
1: And you weren't having seizures, right? Right,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll never I forget, forget being in- the studio and I was working on a uh, track and one of the producers that works there, uh, he's a younger guy. He's in a band. He travels around and does a bunch of stuff. But I remember him walking in on this session where I'm sitting in there working. He sat down and he just kind of looked at me and nodded his head. He's like, guess what? And I'm like, what? He was like, got set up for that vaccine. Like he was all excited about it. And I never saw people act this way over a vaccine like I, to me it became larger than life. It became something that wasn't about health anymore. It was about signifying that, Hey, I'm part of this team or not part of this team. Yeah. It really wasn't about health anymore. It was about control and division and that's what they wanted. And they achieved a pretty good, good goal there. They, they, they knew what they were doing now. I don't know, you know, how how far they got. Right. Because United States is a, is a peculiar country when it comes to control. You know, you've got brain dead people here, but you got a lot of people that don't like to be controlled because they're taught since they're children that, Hey, it's a free country. We're not going to be like that. So you definitely had uh, a lot of pushback during this time as well. So I don't know. I don't know if they try to hit us again, how it's going to go. I mean, I know what I'm going to do, but you know, at the end of the day, I don't know how other people are going to act. Uh, I would hope that there are a lot of people that woke up during this time. And from what I see, even when I'm out and about, it seems to be even people that even fell for it early on have woken up to the fact that it's just a bunch of BS. It wasn't at all what they told us. Wow. And again, I just think they're trying to you know, keep our minds off of all the other crazier things that they're involved with you know, like trying to crack open portals with CERN and all this other (laughs) stuff. So I think to me, that's what they're, what they really got uh, their hands deep in. And this vaccine is to train us, you know, Sean brought up the mark of the beast, and I always I really laughed during that time because man, there was like some really hardline Christians that were like, They're giving <laughs> us the mark, they're giving us the mark, you take it, you're going to hell, and they're like freaking out about it. I'm like, No, it's not the mark. Now, is it preparing your mind to, preparing. to get that down the road? Yeah, the more they keep giving you stuff and you accept it, then yeah, when they come come with this new line of product and like, hey, you take this, and this gives you some sort of almost superpower or it connects you to these entities or whatever else, then yeah, you're going to be more than okay to accept it, especially if you're 20 boosters in. Like, you don't care. You're going to take whatever they tell you. So again, I, I, I think people go too far, and Sean and I always laugh because there's a lot of doomers out there that just think the world's ending every time something's going on. And I know people close to me, even family members that are like that, and I have to get them to calm down. I'm like, listen, keep your head on a swivel. Be aware of what's going on. No, no, keep, you know, keep your mind open to everything that's coming down the pipe, but live your life. Like, don't live in fear because that's what they want. Even if you're not taking these vaccines or doing what they're telling you to do, you're still living in fear, and you're not living the way you're supposed to be living and connecting with your community. So, I think that when you get past that, you know, like, you know, I see this coming, and yeah, it's 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 a load of BS. I'm not going to fall for it, but. I'm also going to not let them control me by listening to everything they're saying, even if it's riling me up. I think that's the key too, is, you know, moving uh, in a positive direction.
1: Right. Yeah. You're right about that. And you know, I think that's also why they told us about the, uh, the UAP disclosure during COVID. Mm -hmm. Nobody paid any attention to it. That's like nobody asked any questions. Nobody said, what are they? Where'd they come from? that was that. They just admitted, yeah, they exist. We don't know what they are.
3: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And not only that, during that time as well, they disclosed that there is a paranormal virus that got out of Skinwalker Ranch. And this was in the Pentagon files, where they said it is a paranormal virus that has swept through the United States. And it was only talked about in these Pentagon files. And you can find them and read them in the they're not that hard to find, but nobody talked about that either. And I'm like, is that a another thing that they could prepare in the future to say, hey, this is some virus that these entities are bringing through these portals after they really disclose what they want us to think this stuff is? Not what it really is, but what they want us to think that it is. And now this is another byproduct of that. And they can just make it up and say that it is something and it's not really in the first place, but I thought that was crazy. Cause that happened right during 2021, 2022, right. At the onset of that time where they talked about this paranormal virus that, that got out of Skinwalker Ranch.
1: ranch. Really? See, I missed that somehow. Is it a real thing?
3: Don't know <laughs> it, It's in the Pentagon files. So all I know is, is they're at least proclaiming that it's a real thing that it was. So it's not something that, you know, uh, that the government's not saying is true now again what it is really we don't know it could be absolute bs it could be yeah. just nothing at all but they put it in those files to get people worked up or set the stage for something down the road five years later this thing starts happening like hey it was in those files y'all didn't read them <laughs> yeah.
2: well they got that zombie um, virus too Like that, just out of permafrost. I think it's just to keep the virus in the psyche, Mm. right? Like so that we could constantly think about viruses, because you got to imagine this. This is not for me, any of us. This is for the future generations. This is to keep them in a constant state of fear, as you can constantly see, like for the millennials, to Gen Z, to uh, Generation Alpha, the next one. But I think they're gonna have to watch out for Generation Alpha. I'm just telling you, like my little nephew, baby Tank. He's like about to be two. That guy, I I don't really see. A lot of things stopping that kid, <laughs>
1: Well, let me just throw this out there. Um, during the COVID outbreak, um, one of the doctors here locally did a study and found that anybody with blood type O positive either doesn't catch the virus or catches a really light case of the virus. And he was right because when I got it the first time, at, when I, it first came out at work, all I noticed was I lost my sense of smell and my sense of taste, and I didn't even know I had it other than that. But my smell never came back, so it, it really, did, it really did do that to me. But um, then the second time I got it a year later, you know, I think I had fever one day, and that was really just about, just about it. Other than I was tired, just wanted to sleep. So, you know, I have O positive, so I thought, well, maybe there's something to that. So that's really something to think about too. Of course they might, you know, target a different blood type next time. <laughs> you never know.
2: <laughs> well, that was also <laughs> all media too. I had friends that were wanted to get the vax too, not because they trusted the government, but also because they felt like they didn't trust the government and they were really onto this whole bioweapon thing and uh dr robert Malone, i think also in my opinion that and he has he's admitted having friends in the cia he was really heavily going on this whole bioweapon thing that they're targeting for people and i think that he's obviously telling the truth that they're we know that they're they always make bioweapons of different weapons but i think his role was to get out there to push that narrative in the alt media so that we're still scared i in my opinion all of this, like whether it's government, fallen angels, whatever we want to like, whoever we think is the bloodlines, whoever is all this. To me, the only thing that they really uh, get from us is when we're in fear. So to me, like Joel said, if as long as we like, yeah, that's going to happen. But at the end of the day, like I always like to say, my guy's better than your guy, man. God's going to take care of me. So like if it is that I'm going to get a virus that they created to kill me, it sucks for you because God's going to give a lot. I'm one of God's favorites. So. Yeah. That's definitely going to be like really bad for you, bro. He's not going to like it. I'm just going to tell it you. It. <laughs> yeah, I, agree, I think that's yeah. the thing that's that's definitely
3: missing with a lot of people because you did get a lot of people in the truther community that were very aware and awake to what was going on, but they're doomers. They thought life's over. They, have, they had no faith in God at all because I think God's a psyop too. So that's another big issue with some of those people that, You know, what do you have to live for then? You know what I mean? Like, it's clear as day that unless you're just blind as a bat, that these elites believe in some sort of satanic message or some sort of, you know, fallen angel message, right? It's obvious that they do. Whether you believe it or not, they believe it. So they're obviously getting some sort of power from this. So if you think there's not an antithesis to that or an opposite to that, then I... I. I don't know really what you believe or what you think. You must really be fun at parties. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I thought you
1: were about to say something, Sean. <laughs>
2: Oh no, sorry, I was uh, uh coughing and sneezing. <laughs> so I had myself on mute. <laughs> He's got COVID. No
1: <laughs> great.
2: You put a mask on
3: that microphone.
2: Yeah, no, he and
1: probably, <laughs> he got it through this program. That's
2: <laughs> the best is there's this new I'm gonna play it on an episode pretty soon. Uh there's this whole montage, it's a military base, and they do it like I mean I have the audio, but there's also a video, and they're all like in masks and they're telling everybody to mask up, but it's funny because they're like, oh god. Everybody mask up. like you can hear they're all muffled, but they're telling all that like I'm messed up and I'm in blah blah blah. And, but the whole time they're all muffled, they're like, Yeah, it's good to mask up. like <laughs> it's hilarious, dude. It's like Kenny from South Park. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You're like, Well, I don't know if that was the best way to get your message across, but all right.
1: <laughs> well, it worked, huh? <laughs> People started putting on masks anyway. Yeah, and
2: I don't see them as much out here. But I know, like in Cal, but even my friends in California, they're like, man, people are not even wearing it. I couldn't believe when I was in Vegas in California, like the hot states, like during summer. I'm like, you guys are. I don't know how you can even wear it, man, without like passing out. Like I, I could barely wear. The only time I wore it was on a plane to go visit my daughter and i was like there's no way i was gonna get on the plane but the trick is you just wear it and you just keep drinking like you just like because <laughs> for some reason i had this psychological thing when i put it on i'll be like Argh. like one time when i put on this the first time i tried to put it on was at a store they're like I put it on and i was like whatever man i just want to buy it real quick and i was like 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 almost looking like i was they're just
1: taking it off just take it off i was like all right it's hard to tell you <laughs> yeah i was listening to somebody the other day that said um the dumbest part was where they had you put your mask on to come inside the restaurant and get, sit down and take it back off to eat. You know, like oh, start it, would, it would attack you while you're eating. It's just, yeah,
3: no, for sure.
1: Through the door, you know?
3: Yep, absolutely. That, yeah. that was the craziest thing. Like somehow that stretch of, you know, 20 feet, you know, that's where you get it everywhere yeah. else though. It's if you sit down, man, it's up high. It's too high to like, yeah,
1: That's right. Can't get you there.
2: (laughs) Already saw the people that were like had the the one guy that made the mask that you could eat through. Well, they were telling people like uh, Newsom in California was like, just take your mask off, take a bite, put it back on, take
1: like what? I'm not doing that, man. (laughs) No, and I know I had to wear that mask for 12 hours while I was working, and by the time you know half the night was over, I would have a severe headache from breathing my own. You know, that um, gummit pain medicine. What's that word? CO two. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> From breathing my own carbon dioxide, you know, I would have a bad headache, and I'd be like, "Y'all, I got to go somewhere and take this mask off for a while. It's just it's killing me." And I don't know how people wore them. I mean, when I left work, it came off as soon as I was out the door. It was off.
2: And the some best people just are
1: climbing the their car in the car. To-
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By <laughs> themselves. About- When you see that, you're just like, come on, man. You're by yourself, man. Like, what? Like, it's crazy. And and they knew the lockdowns and the masks. Like, that's what was so crazy to me is that they did lockdowns. They had masks. And then they let the kids go back to school. And they're like, they're all getting sick. You're
1: like, yeah, of course, they're all getting sick at one time because nobody has (laughs) built up their immune system. Nope. That's why, you know, I play by the 10-second rule. If it falls on the floor and it's been less than 10 seconds, I'm still going to eat it because, you know, some of those (laughs) germs are good for you to be exposed to. (laughs) You go through your life not being exposed to any germ. You're going to get everything that comes along. That's just how it works, you know. But, yeah, I could see people driving in their cars all by themselves. People on bicycles out in the the air, you know, all by themselves wearing a mask. And I like that meme. I don't remember where I saw it, but they were selling that. If you wore a mask in the car by yourself we have the new seat belt the personal seat belt where you can wear it while you mow your yard or <laughs> or walk to work or <laughs> and it's kind of the same thing you know it really makes about as much sense
3: yeah i when i went to go visit uh tony for the first time this is back when he lived in philly so right outside of philly so when I went there, I was staying downtown Philly, and this is right during the heat of all this. So I'm I'm out walking around, and man, everybody downtown had like a mask on, walking their dogs outside. I'm like, man, you're in the park, like, <laughs> like what are you doing? Like, breathe the fresh air. Like, no wonder, no wonder you're sick, and you're not sick because of why you think you are. But I told Tony too, like he came to uh, pick me and my buddy up and take us back to the studio. I'm like, dude, this is wild. He's like, man, this is the city he's like we gotta get out of here he's like it's not good here he's like this is this is you're gonna see some wild stuff i was like yeah i did i was like i did i literally get came out of the airbnb and as i'm walking to like where the restaurants are at so i'm walking down this row every single person had a blm sticker like in their window all the way down And they were all white people. I was like, (laughs) what is going on? This is crazy. I'm like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. But it was like, this was indicative of like the big city mentality of like, we're just going to obey and do whatever they tell us to do. This is what we do here. And if you think differently, then you're an idiot.
1: Yeah. I used to get in trouble for saying all lives matter.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
3: You know,
1: not not just one or the other. All lives matter. I don't know. That's that divide and conquer.
2: Yeah, Yeah, all those people with Ukraine flags do not have a Maui flag, so that's (laughs) interesting to me. Like, It's like, wow, you care about this country you don't even know anything about. I doubt you've even heard of it, but you think, because again, you follow the media, and you go, oh, Putin's going to invade there, and then he's going to take over the rest of Europe, then he's going to take over all of us. I'm like, that's not what's (laughs) happening, but okay.
1: No. (laughs) No, and I, I do hate how too many people They supported uh, Ukraine and didn't support Hawaii, you know, and that to me is what's sad because they are part of us. I mean, even though most of the time they, you know, they don't like us because, (laughs) because they just, you know, didn't feel part of the United States, but they are part of us. And that's a big deal when you go to a whole different country and support them and you won't support your own people.
2: Now I get why they don't like us. I'm like, yeah, I get it, man. we wants to support you. Like, yeah, I'm with you.
3: <laughs> hey, let's not talk about how, especially during right around when the whole Ukraine thing was popping off, all the nasty stuff that was happening down in Haiti and nobody was talking about Haiti yep. either. And I'm like, man, we spend, you know, our government and all these other governments spend, you know, most of their year taking a crap on that place and stealing children from that place and everything else along with it. Nobody's talking about it. It's always the places where the real stuff's going on that nobody seems to care about because the media is telling them that it doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. So they don't think about it that way. And it's like, yeah, some awful stuff has happened and is still happening in Maui right now. And nobody cares. Nobody cares at all. And it's like it's 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 just ludicrous to me. And I I find it fascinating how people can be so brain dead and so brainwashed to the fact that they just don't they can't see it. And that's tough. But like Sean's point earlier, we got to have love and compassion for these people, too. And, you know, as much as we rail against the system and rail against, you know, what goes on, we got to blame the people that are putting this info out more so than the people that are being brainwashed. Cause how do you reach those people? You reach them by kindness because when I'm being nice to somebody, they're more apt to listen to what I'm saying. than if I'm sitting there screaming, you're wearing a mask. Like I said earlier, they're not listening. Then Now now you're playing right into their hands and they think you're an idiot.
1: They tuned you out at that very first, very first sound of you yelling. They tuned you out. Right. You're not getting anywhere with that. Yeah. Well, you guys, I have really enjoyed having you on the show. Uh, Unless y'all got anything else you want to talk about?
3: Yeah, no, we really appreciate uh, you inviting (laughs) us on here for sure. Um, You know, we had a, uh, had a blast today. I had a
1: friend that asked me to ask you guys something for her and I can't remember what it was she wanted me to ask. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't do any good for her to tell me because I don't remember now. Uh, I don't remember something about Bledsoe or something. No, it's gone.
2: <laughs> well, you can always email us and we'll we'll answer on the show.
1: <laughs>
2: <Sure>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, she could actually email you herself. <laughs> that
3: works yeah, too. that's fine, too. Yeah, we do a good job on our show of, like, at least trying to talk about, you know, people's comments or, you know, emails, especially if they're, you know, something good that we can put out there and, and answer.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, you just
2: give play. a little reminder to everybody, you know. Booster shots! Come get the booster
1: shots! <laughs> I'm surprised Del did yell. Get your butt cheeks tight. Oh, <laughs> yeah. get them well, tight we're only really talking
2: about COVID, so everybody, we know that everybody's kind of like most in this sphere are with us on that. Like <laughs> when we go touch other subjects, then we know that they're going to get a little clinch going on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i was waiting on it i was like they're gonna have to eventually you know it's just a thing but <laughs> i'll do it for you <laughs> <laughs> <That word. laughs> now you guys tell everybody i know they know your show a lot more than mine but tell them where they can find you anyway and about your music and everything
2: killthemockingbirds.com that's where everything's at you can follow us on instagram Kill the Mockingbirds podcast. Vantessa yep. music on Instagram and Sean Chris music on Instagram. You can follow us there and follow find all of our music, Sean, Chris, Joel Thomas on all streaming platforms. And don't forget to go check out the shape of shadows.
1: And yeah. the music is awesome. I've heard it. So yeah. <laughs> <Appreciate> it. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, um, let me go ahead and say, if anybody out there wants to come on the show, shoot me an email. Cryptidsunlimited at gmail.com. And I will get that live show uploaded for you guys with all the sounds and all the information on everything we experienced while we were there in Alabama. But thank you guys again. You guys have been so much fun. And I know being that you guys hang with Tony Merkel, you had to be. So (laughs) (laughs) thanks again, you guys.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Good night. Good night.
0: Look back The ashes fall behind me all around I walk through the fire The past is fading in the background I never knew that I could fly After my wings got broken I never thought I'd reach this high On the other side